I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning that God has woke us up in. Let's give God some praise this morning. We're going to do it a little bit different because sometimes I think we need to be reminded of God's word. Our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts and forgive us of our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. We thank you this morning, Heavenly Father, for your grace and your mercy, because we know that it is new every day. We thank you for your light that shines so brightly on us and through us, O oh Heavenly Father. We thank you this morning, Father God, for putting your hedge of protection around and about us, Father God, for making our crooked path straight, Father God, for relieving us of our debt, O oh Heavenly Father. But most importantly of all, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As we come boldly to the the throne this morning. We cast all our cares upon you this day, Father God. Direct us in the way that we should go, Father. Help us be the righteous men and women that you have called us to be. Use us as your vessel. Let it be your will. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood right now over our lives, over our bodies, our mind and our soul, Father God. Wake up that spiritual man, oh Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We know that you look up down low, sit up high and you look down low. We know that you sit on the right hand of your father and you intercede on our behalf, oh Jesus. And we thank you on this day. We thank you on this day. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise right now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to this beautiful Thursday morning. I know you guys are probably a bit confused. I was a bit confused myself. Last week I ended Friday with saying I'll be back on Monday. And I forgot to tell you guys, some of you don't follow my regular scheduled shows to know that I was taking vacation. Vacation on the month of September and the show would not be returning into October. And I forgot to tell you guys that follow me on the morning inspirations. But as I got to pondering on that thing and my sister called me and reminded me, she said, you know, I don't hear your morning inspirations. Are you doing morning inspirations? I said, I'm on vacation. And as I listened back to it, I said, oh my goodness, I did not tell my people that listen to morning inspirations. 
mentions that the show is on vacation. Then I got to thinking about it and talking to our Heavenly Father about it. And you just don't take vacation from God. As I get up and pray in the morning, I will be doing these morning inspirations on Monday, Fridays, and uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays while I'm on vacation. Because you can't take vacation from God. God don't take vacation from us. And even though I'm still doing it, in my secret dwelling place, in the privacy of my own home, some may not, some may look forward to what you have to say. Some may need that word that you have that you want to spread and spread God's gospel, spread his love, tell him what he done for you and how he's done it and how he can do it for somebody else. So as we embark on September, I will keep my word of doing it Monday, Wednesday and Fridays during September. The original show will not return until October the 1st as we are vacationing, but I can't not take a vacation. I can't take a vacation from God. He's been too good to me, y'all. He's been too good to me to sit back and take a vacation. So here we go. Here we go. We left off in Genesis where um, Joseph had just had the conversation with Pharaoh and Pharaoh, uh, he was brought to Pharaoh uh, to interpret Pharaoh's dream. He done so, telling Pharaoh what his two dreams meant about the phantom that was going to come into the land, as well as how, you know, God was just letting him know that I'm letting you know ahead of time what is to come so that you can store up for a rainy day. And as we go further on in this word, we find out that Pharaoh found favor in Joseph and uh, Joseph out. He's seen the God in Joseph. So it came to pass that he decided to make Joseph in charge. And here's what he tells Joseph in Genesis chapter 40, 41, verse 37. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servant. And Pharaoh said unto his servant, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, For much as God has shown thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto the word shall all my people be ruled. Only in, only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in gestures with fine linen, such as gold chains around his neck and he made him ride in the second chariot which he had and they cried before him bowed and kneeled and kneaded and made him ruler over all the land of Egypt and Pharaoh said unto Joseph I am Pharaoh and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in the land of Egypt let's stop right there let's stop right there because we know, we've seen this play out. We've seen it play out every time 
Joseph finds himself in something, God shows right up. Or God has already been with him. Let me retract that. God shows up. God was already with him. And that's the same thing in our lives. We can't see God's hand in the things that we do. Sometimes we may feel like God has left us. We, we can't trace his hand. That's something that's been laying on my heart for a minute now. Over the weekend, I said, God, I can't trace your hand, but I know you're in it. I couldn't trace his footsteps, but I know he was in it because I know he's in the, on the inside of me. And that goes back to us being human. It goes back to us being human and knowing that when you turned your life over to Christ, when you made that commitment to be saved, your soul, your spirit got saved. Your flesh didn't get saved. So you got to tame that flesh. You got to pull that flesh, those thoughts up under subjection to God's will. And we see this here in Joseph. Joseph, they have done everything from stripped him of his coat of many colors hated on by his father, uh, father's sons, loved by his father, hated by the sons of his father, thrown into a pit, went to be a servant in Potiphar's house, went from being a servant to cast into jail behind Potiphar's wife, went from being a, a uh, God gave him visions, an interpreter of the dreams into being sitting right where at the man-made king's table. Let me say that again. The man-made king's table. Because we already sit at the table of our king. Take your seat. Take your right, rightful place. Because you're already there. When you already made that commitment to make our Lord and Savior, your Jesus, your Christ, put everything in him, I will follow you. I will honor you. You already been, he did a new thing. You already have a seat at his table. Now it's time for you to take up off his table that faith, that patience, be encouraged, love one another like he wants us to love one another. But here we see God elevate Joseph over man. Even though Pharaoh says, you know, I give you all. Everything in Egypt, the land, everything. But you shouldn't be greater than me. Joseph already should know, as we should know, that it doesn't matter what comes out of man's mouth. What God has for you, can't you can't stop it. I can't stop it. They can't stop it. Nobody can stop the plans that God has for you. And we see it right here displayed in the Old Testament. God's grace, his mercy, his favor. Joseph couldn't stop what man planned for him. But they couldn't stop what God had planned for Joseph. But things have to play out sometimes. Sometimes things play out and we don't understand it. We can't trace his hand. We can't trace his footstep. It's like that old little um, story that we read about. The footprints in the sand. When you can't, when you see two sets of footprints and then it goes down to one set of footprints. That's God 
carrying you when you can't carry yourself. We got to have that faith. We got to have that favor that we know that God has already bestilled on our lives. We have that grace. We have that mercy. But you got to believe it on the inside and you got to stand on it. You got to stand on it. And we all fall short. And I am so grateful and thankful to God that he knows that we're fallible people. He knows that we're going to fall short. It's not that he don't know. He knows our thoughts before we do them. He knows what we're going to say or do before we, before we do them. But it's that grace and that mercy that keeps him having favor on our lives. So we see here, Joseph has been elevated ever since he dreamed his first dream. His first dream was one of the reasons why he got into hot water with his brothers in the first place, telling his dream. But now God makes him an interpreter of dreams. But if you look right there, he didn't miss a beat. If you go on over to Matthew, Luke, Mark, or John, you will see where God tells you, I'll never leave you or forsake you. If I can clothe the lilies in the field and the birds in the air, how much more can I do for you, yield, little faith? So, it may not come the way you think it's going to come. Oh, God, I've been serving you. I just love you so much with all my heart. Why well, ain't got that house yet? Why well, ain't got that car yet? Why well, ain't got that job yet? But he says in his word, if you're faithful of the little, I'll give you plenty. I'll make you faithful over many things. You aren't wanting for nothing. You keep my storehouse full, I'll keep your house full. Be faithful. Know that you know that I'm able, even when you can't trace my footsteps. You can't see no way. I already done that thing. I already put it to bed. Now I need you to believe. How much do you believe in me? How much are you willing to be obedient? How much do you want me? How much do you love me? You got to love them enough to trust them. Well, all things you do. And we all fall short. That's why we fall down. We get back up. It's not how you fall it's how you get back up. You're going to stay down there and you're going to wallow in it. Or you're going to get back up and keep walking that walk. That's the walk. Falling, getting back up. Until God puts you on that foundation that's unshakable with no cracks in it. Un, 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 unshakable foundation. That you know, that you know, that you know. No matter what I go through, God is right here on my side. I got to continue to run this race. I got to continue to believe. I got to continue to stay steadfast in my word. If you ain't got nothing down on the inside of you, it's hard to get back up and run that race. That's why it's always good to get the word down on the inside of you. Don't take my voice or my message to determine what you're going to do. Mine's is just a testimony of how I like to get up and get in my word every day and apply it to my daily life. Whether I fall short or not, I get back up and I keep running. 
That's the walk. And one day I know that I know that I'll be able to walk through things and look back and don't even know how I walk through them. But I am determined, no matter how many things that Satan throw my way, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to dust myself off. I don't care who's looking. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep walking because I know who, who my Heavenly Father is. I know who breathes the very breath in my body. And Joseph is a blessed man. Blessed. As we continue this journey this week, and this is very short, as we continue, we find out that the phantom did indeed come to the the land. And it was seven years. But Joseph has stored up enough for Pharaoh that right where they were at my Bible tells me in chapter 41 verse 46 and the phantom was all over the face of the earth and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians and the phantom waxed sore in the land of Egypt and all the countries came unto Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn because the phantom was so sore in all of the land. Verse 42. And I believe all of us know something. If we don't know nothing, we know a little bit about stories that are very popular. Jacob's son sent to Egypt for the corn. See how that thing had to play out? Even I, when I get weary, even when I get weary in my well-doing, God will remind me of something that he was so mighty and so gracious to do in my life that at that particular time, I may not be feeling good about something I may be going through. But I started to think about the good things that he brought me through. Then I started to say to myself, hmm, I did get through that. Girl, what you worried about? What you tripping for? And that you thought was rough back then. But now you're looking back on it and you're telling people about God's grace, his mercy, and his favor. So if he did that back then... You don't think he can do this now? Look at this years. Joseph didn't miss a beat. He didn't miss a beat. God elevated him in every situation that came up against him because God, he had God's favor. God was with him. Now as we get into chapter 42, guess who coming on back around? Them brothers. His father, a man, when God extends his hand on your life, like he has mine, you don't have a choice but to get back up and keep running the race. No one said it was going to be easy, and every day wasn't going to be perfect, 
It's not going to be perfect. But you keep running. So I'm excited to get into chapter 42. You guys take this with you today. Be blessed in everything that you do. If it be in God's will, we going to truck back on over here on Friday. We going to continue it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of the following week. My apologies to those who was looking forward to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of this week, and it did not come. But being obedient to God is what what he desires from us. We can give all the offerings that we want, all the gifts, but obedience is what he requires. Peace and blessings until next time. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back and Morning Inspirations. Did you guys pour into yourself? I hope you poured into yourself today. If not, sometimes we can need a little bit more pouring. And today, I'm here to offer you just that with my new friends and partners, Faithful Counseling. You all always hear me talk about partnering with my Christian Conrads in Christ and always needing that extra shoulder to lean on as well as my faith. Well, today you can take comfort in having that exact same partner with Faithful Counseling. Thank you, Faithful Counseling, for sponsoring this podcast. With Faithful Counseling, you will get access to your needs and you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's right, who is a practicing Christian. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone, or video call. And you can message your therapist at any time to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. I've also linked it in the description below. Let's start pouring into yourself today with your new partner at Faithful Counseling.